All right, with Chase Guthrow, Anything Can Happen is the short film play at the Toronto Documentary Film Festival, winner of Best Direction. What an amazing film. It's one of my favorite films of the year because I'm Canadian as well. So it's got that, that kind of Canadian story. So it's about, just to keep, keep you a backstory before we talk about it, it's about Jennifer Anderson. She's a doctor in Canada. Her son, Nicholas, is dying of epilepsy. And then she decides to treat him with uh, cannabis, much to, to the, I guess, chagrin or of our backlash to her professionals, and then you decided to document this. So I'm so curious, where did you first meet Dr. Jennifer Anderson? I'm very curious about this, this relationship you had with her. Yeah, well, th thanks, for, thanks for having me on, Matthew. Um, Dr. Anderson and I were introduced through a, a mutual friend, and it was kind of a, a, one of those universe aligning type, type things where this friend knew Dr. Anderson's story and didn't, didn't know that I was kind of looking for, for a project to really sort of sink my teeth into uh, sort of a longer form doc type project and just felt compelled to introduce us. So we, we got together in the fall of 2019 and just went for dinner and, and Dr. Anderson told me her story and it really kind of blew me away. Just the, the struggles that she had gone through trying to get this treatment for her son. And, um, really the just the hurdles as a as a physician herself the hurdles that she had to go through in order to to fight for this this treatment for for nicholas and you know as a as a storyteller it was you know it, it was all there but a great story doesn't necessarily make a, a great documentary mm. it wasn't until spending some time i went went out to her uh, to her cabin and and met her kids and met nicholas and and hung out with them that I, I really thought that this would make a, a very compelling documentary. Just the, you know, the love that they all had for each other and the, the strength and maturity of, of the, the siblings. And then just meeting Nicholas, like he's such a, an incredible kid and the whole story kind of fit together. And, um, and that's kind of when, when I decided uh, that it was a project worth doing. What motivated her? Because you have to get, you have to like document her family and she has to be personal about the, these very serious uh, situations. Like what motivated her to be documented and be part of your documentary? I think just going through what she went through, you know, with, um, with a lot of pushback from her colleagues and, and, and friends. Um, yeah, more, more her colleagues she just felt compelled to share her story so that other people could, you know, be inspired by it and, and, and know that these options are out there, you know, as I think as a physician, they, you know, there's, there's kind of this box that, that a lot of them sort of exist yeah. in, in their practices and um, stepping outside of that can, I think, lead to, you know, a lot of, a lot of walls being put up and, I think her way of sort of breaking down those walls is by sharing her story and, and kind of getting the message out there. Yeah. Cause you, in your documentary, you kind of have like a, the micro of this family, like a documentary happening about the, the, the kind of progress of this family and saving this son and the whole family dynamic and the love that's there. But then there's the macro, which is like the, the medicine, <laughs> the, the science in medicine in, you know, in North America or Canadian in general, the politics that are involved, like how you kind of alluded that, that it's not about saving lives per se, but it's about like 
you know, there's certain elements or certain politics that are involved. Like you said, like there shouldn't be a box, I guess, if you want to save a child's life, why is there a box? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, as you, as you kind of said, it shouldn't be about saving the child's life over all these kind of extra elements that, so you kind of like, that's, that's sort of the subtext of what you're saying in the whole documentary, I guess. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we tell the story of three of the patients that, that Dr. Anderson now sees after experiencing this with, with her own son, she's sort of become an, an advocate and, yeah. uh, and a champion for, for other families who are going through this. And yeah, a lot of them have failed multiple kind of typical pharmaceutical treatments for, for their ailments. And, and yeah, it, it does really make you kind of question you know what? What is the purpose of uh, of a medical caregiver, if not to just provide yeah. every option available uh, to 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 treat you know whatever medical complexity the the kids are, are suffering from? But that's sort of like I guess we're being idealist by saying this, but you know that's what you kind of ideally hope for. But I'm sure it's it's much more complicated than that. But but then of course this is about the journey of this family, so. Uh, this is just an amazing story. And it's like the way you even start off the family where like they're outside, the way you set up the, the scope, it's like they're outside, they're playing with the bubbles. Like they're just a typical average, you know, middle-class, upper middle-class family. And then you kind of have this shot of the kitchen, right? The set up the film. And it's just like, it's like a kitchen that most of us kind of see and most of us kind of relate to. It's not like polished. It's like a little bit messy. It's a little bit, you know, it's a family lives there, I guess, right? Yeah, very, very hectic. Like that, yeah. that was kind of the 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 um, the intent of of that scene is to sort of show that you know she's a, she's a single mom dealing with dealing with three kids, one mm -hmm. of them who's you know very medically fragile, very medically complex, and yeah, I think it's a it's a story that that people can relate to. You know, you don't have to be interested in in medicine or 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 cannabis you know it's the, i think it's a very universal story that parents and and really anybody can uh, can relate to so okay so tell me about like so then she gave you all these all the the home videos i guess you had to like kind of sort through so tell me as a filmmaker so how does it how did it work for you like did you did you like did you have a set a plan set up before you went out to her house and shot like did you have like a script that you kind of like bullet point script that you kind of like and then a theme and agenda that you wanted to to share like that before you went out to film or like or did you kind of like pick up the story as you kind of started shooting her yeah I, i'm i'm a big believer in kind of letting it happen and letting it unfold and kind of finding the story as you're as you're filming okay but that, that being said there there was the sort of the, the two first weekends that we we shot with uh with the andersons were sort of set up one weekend at their cabin and one weekend at home um and i thought that the the weekend at their cabin was just a great environment to show the progress that had been made since uh since trying trying cbd and trying trying cannabis you know he's he's able to play with his brother and sister mm. and He's able to go up and down the steps to their to their dock and you know it's a very vibrant and colorful setting and then at home we you know that was kind of the plan was to sort of tell the story of of the the before and um yeah as far as the 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 home video she had you know I, and 
most of the parents that we, we talked to would document their, their children's kind of journey along the way, whether it was trying to um, come do a, a, a diagnosis with their with their family doctors or or whatever it was, they would document it along the way. Mm. And so, yeah, there was a lot of kind of sifting through uh, her home video and using using those pieces of uh, of her story to, to sort of tell the the broader the broader story. Yeah, because you kind of like you set it up with like the 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 typical family kind of life, and then with the family, and then you you have like a sit down interview with her at her house, and kind of like, and then it kind of it splice with the with the, like I guess the home videos that that you did. So during that, did you like talk to her just the once? Did you just interview her just the once? No, we sat we sat down with uh, with Dr. Anderson uh, three times. Three times. Yeah, and and you know and. Each time it kind of got more narrow and narrow, kind of we, as we we're finding what what the story was, and um, and and yeah, we so the 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 story kind of got got whittled down and whittled down and whittled down, and eventually we we kind of settled on, you know, not not really getting into the the science or the um, I guess the the methodology of treating children with cannabis, but really focusing just on these personal firsthand account mm -hmm. stories of uh, of her and her family, and then these three these three families that that we also profiled. So yeah, you got a lot out of her in the in the interview. Do you have any any like secrets or or kind of like uh, tips like to to because it's a very vulnerable story for her to get like the like to get the best out of her. I'm just curious about mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I mean, with, with with something like this, when you're asking families to share such deeply personal stories, and in a lot of cases, traumatic, you know, memories to, to ask them to relive, I, I think it's it's a really a matter of making them comfortable, and then building that trust so that they know that you're your intentions behind telling their story are in line with their intentions behind telling their story. So, yeah, it was just a matter of becoming comfortable with them. And, you know, Dr. Anderson is a, is a great storyteller herself and she's lived through, uh, you know, a really incredible hardships with her son and persevered through them. So you make someone comfortable and, you you get them talking about a story that's so personal to them. Um, yeah, I think you'll get a you'll get a great interview out of them. You gotcha, and and, and even the kids too. You got some like some great moments with with the kids. Like it's just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and again, it, it all just comes down with comes down to being very comfortable. You know, I, I think it really helped meeting them beforehand, coming in without a camera, without you know sticking a microphone on them. Um, and just be letting them explain to you their story and how they want to tell it. And you can kind of use that. And, you know, when, when you finally get the cameras rolling, um, it, it, it makes everyone more comfortable and, and you end up, you know, telling the story, I think a little bit more genuinely than, than you would if, if everyone was, uh, was kind of on edge. You know? Yeah. When you're watching this film, you just can't help but like tear up a little bit, uh, just about the experience because it's like it take it, for me it took me on two levels where one I was like I cared for this family she seems like such a like smart person she helps so many people like seems like like a really like great human being 
And then personally, it's like, would I, well, then you think, well, I have my own kids and it's like, oh my God, what if my own kids have this problem? And it's like, and it's like if, if she wasn't a doctor, <laughs> that's what my thinking is like, it's like, because I don't know anything about the medical field. So you just, you kind of depend on the doctors to, to be the experts, right? Sure. Yeah. And, and, and that's kind of part of it too. You know, you, yeah. you, you see the, the perspective of this, the, this doctor who's also a mom yeah. and that, that sort of balance that she's trying to, to, to weigh. And then you get these other families who, you know, are just, are just families, you know, teachers or, or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and really n nothing will get in between a, a, a parent who's trying to fight for what's best for their child. I think that's what I took away most from, from doing this project is that, um, you know, when, when a parent is met with resistance to something that they think is, is best for their, their child, look out because there's, you know, there's nothing that's going to stop them from, from getting that for them. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's, that's what she did, right? She, you kind of show that. And uh, so, yeah, it's just, it's just, really really kind of interesting uh stuff so in terms of the the uh, because obviously this could be a feature film uh, if you kind of win more you said you kind of like centered more on the the personal their heard their journeys i guess if you wanted to expand it was it always going to be 40 minutes long is that kind of your agenda when you started out to make it uh no there you know i kind of went back and forth when you know in in pre-production i had gone and met with a few groups that are, are currently doing research in Canada, uh, like the C4 trials and, 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 a few, and a few different people. Um, just trying to find where I wanted to go with it, because that's an obvious kind of subplot that you could, you could do with a, a film like mm -hmm. this. Um, go, into the, go into the research, go into the more political aspects of it. And and then I also thought about doing a, a shorter piece, you know, like a, a 20 minute or a 15 minute. Um, and, and then I, I, after meeting with all these families, I, I really thought the most compelling story is that, that personal journey that these families find themselves on. And, you know, there's a lot of themes, all those themes, the, the, the research and the, and the politics are there in their personal stories. Mm. Um, and it's really, just for me as a, as a viewer, that's, that's the more interesting story to me. And as far as a, a length, I, you know, I, I think that these, these constraints that filmmakers seem to have with, yeah. you know, something has to be 10 minutes or, or one hour or 90 minutes, yeah. you know, that, that's a, that's a kind of a, a carryover from the, the TV days or the feature film days where, where now media is being, taken in on so many different in so many different ways yeah a story a story just takes as long as it takes to tell and uh 40 minutes just seemed seemed to be the the right length for this project but that said do you like it's, it's still business at certain regards you want to get this distributed you want to get this out there so i'm sure that there's like there's still confines with time i i, I know I, I understand exactly what you said it's like but it's everybody's kind of like looking for a certain time or like and and kind of, I, but I do, but I guess you didn't like. You just said this is the story. This is forty minutes yeah. of the story, right? Yeah, yeah. I tried very, very hard not to look at it from a, from a business perspective too much. Um, maybe, maybe to the, you know, maybe to my own detriment. But I, I, I really felt like um, 
to tell, I, I felt this was the most powerful way to tell this story. And, and, you know, I think in the end it, it stands, it stands for itself and, and is, is the, is the length that this story needed to be, to be, but if it were to be expanded into uh, a longer piece, there's definitely room in there for uh for either a feature length or possibly a series or, or, or whatever. Yeah. You know what my first thought was, is that, cause I, cause the, the, what his sister has gone through, of course she's young. And uh, so the, you can't really, you don't really want her to like express her emotions on video too much and get, but I would like to see, like, we'd be curious to see 20 years from now, <laughs> if you can go mm -hmm. back and go in like when he's receiver Nicholas is and see like, if he's, you know, hopefully he's thriving and he's, He's doing well for himself. And then you can kind of like talk to like what she experienced too, because it seems like she went through a, a real trauma as well, his sister. And she's so yeah. young, right? Like seeing her, her brother going through all, all that, all that like sickness. Yeah. I mean, just through, through the, the, because of COVID and, 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 you know, for multiple reasons, we ended up filming this, this story over two years. So the, the first time we see Nicholas not in, uh, home video, but um, you know, first time we were kind of introduced to him post uh, post CBD. Uh, to at the end when we see him again has yeah. been about two years, and and at that age, two years is a is a is a, a an expansive amount of time. Yeah, you know? and and you know, it was really a, I think a blessing that it we got that 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 space to to tell his story because you really see that. Um, you know, these, these changes have taken root and, you know, it, it, you see his development over the course of, you know, those two years and f I think five years post CBD from, yeah. you know, from when he tried it to, to, at the end. Um, yeah, it, it, that, that I think is, is way more impactful than, than just seeing him, seeing him once and, and the story being just told from that one, you know. Like you got that sequence where like they you they take he goes to the park and then he's on the trampoline with the with mm -hmm. his sibling. It's like just a normal kid, right? Like he's just a normal average kid having fun, I guess, right? Yeah, and, and really fearless. Like it was great having uh Zachary, his brother, being able to sort of take these these big serious um serious things and being able to to break them down to the from the perspective of like a six or seven year old yeah. where, you know, he, he was describing his, his twin brother as, you know, always being happy and not being afraid of anything. And that really is kind of what we, what we were able to document, you know, he, he will climb to the top of the, of a play structure and he will, you know, he'll, he'll do anything. And the, the stark contrast between, where he is at now and where he was at in those home videos where you know the anti-epileptic medicine was was really making him like a zombie mm -hmm. um it, it yeah i think it just really it really speaks for itself the the power of of, of this medicine it, it, it's just amazing like how like that you know what i mean like how she she had to do what she did like how this this saved his life obviously and then you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's it boggles the mind that this is the like that she she had to be like a maverick, I guess, right? Or like yeah, and and I mean it, it's like thankfully we're starting to see shifts in in the the medical community where where doctors are now 
at least more willing to refer because in Canada, you need a referral in, in yeah. order to get, to get a prescription for, for a child. But, um, yeah, I mean, she, she really had to, had to fight and, and that's kind of the, the theme of each one of the families that, that we sort of profile is that they all had to be advocates for their child. And, and it's, and it's really, you know, somewhat unfortunate that, you know, in Canada, we, we live with, you know, arguably one of the best medical systems in, in the world, but there's still these gaps that, that need to be filled, um, yeah. you know, that in order for patients to, to really get, really get the treatments that, that they, that they want. Yeah, no, it's a good point because yeah, because we are better than most, I guess, right? We have universal healthcare. If mm -hmm. we one of us has a problem, we don't have to worry about money per se. Like a, on a deep level, I guess I'm sure that there's still some issues, but with medicine and stuff. But at the same time, it's like we don't have to like mortgage our house to like get treatment, I guess, right? So right. So we're lucky in that regard. But you could, but we want the best. We want to, we want improvement, right? Especially for the kids especially the kids, right? Yeah. And just, and just the option, you know, like the, yeah. and the option free from um, stereotypes or stigmas, you know, like a lot of these kids that, that we, that we show in this film tried, you know, a lot of the, the more stereotypical or classic medicine pharmaceuticals. And, you know, they, they experienced horrific, side effects from a lot of these drugs, yeah. anti-epileptics and, 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 you know, and, and if, if the, the one major argument that they keep running into is that, well, we don't, we don't have the studies to really tell you the side effects of cannabis long-term use in, in gotcha. you know, if, if that's the one argument, you know, it, 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 it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't hold a lot of water to me. You no, know? because you, it's the moment, right? In the moment you want to save the child, right? Right. And, and, you know, there, there's, I'm sure a lot of parents will, will tell you they're willing to, to take that risk. Sure. You know, if, if, if this can, if this can help their child, they're, they're willing to, to deal with the, 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 the long-term side effects because at, at the present there is no long-term you know yeah. they're not they're not looking at the long-term they're, they're they're trying to save their their children yeah exactly so the other the other one the main uh, girl that you followed like uh later in the film that was like jennifer like so then she was she refers you and then they were they were they were happy to, to for you to follow them around for a day or so yeah so we had these kind of three these three separate stories of, of the yeah. patients that uh, that dr anderson treats we wanted to sort of profile just different angles of the story so we have one family um with this little girl emma who yeah. also also suffered from from infantile spasms a form of epilepsy as as a, as a young child and she had to have a uh a full um uh, the 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 name is is escaping me right now, but it was essentially a full removal of half of her brain in order to control these seizures. And she uses cannabis now to help with spasticity and and um, helping with her sleep and and you know a bunch of a bunch of different a bunch of different things. And then we follow two kids, uh, Levi and um, Levi and Vincent who have autism. And so they, they use it for, 
for their mood and, and, and things like that. So each one of these families kind of has a different angle and a different layer to the story, you know, about uh, the, the stigma and, you know, trying to, trying to find, or yeah, yeah. So they, like each one of these families kind of adds a different layer and, yeah. um, you know, it shows the different ways that cannabis is used uh, in, in pediatric medicine. Have you personally got any uh, blowback for making this film by, by pe people in the medical field? No, no. I mean, not, not a lot of people have seen it yet. I, 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 you know, I suspect there, there will people, there will be people that have uh, their, their opinions on it. Um, I mean, the, the way that I see it, the, the film itself doesn't really make an argument one way or the other, you know, it's not, it's not like an activism film in the, in the sense that mm -hmm. the, the film directly makes an argument. It, it just provides a perspective. So if you, you know, and, and, and these are, these are kids, you know, I don't know how you could argue the perspective of a kid, like they're either seizing or they're not, you know, either they're, they're, you know, having, having meltdowns because they're autism or they're not, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's really hard to, to argue the, the effect that this has had on, on kids. And, you know, I, I, I if that, if that is something that I guess challenges the, the classic mm. thinking in, in medicine, then, then so be it. You know, I, I think that these, perspectives need to be listened to and uh, deserve to be listened to. No, it's, it's, it's great what you just said, because really you're, you're just telling the personal story. You're just telling the journeys of, of these families, right? And like what they've gone through. And uh, you're not kind of like telling people what to think or telling people what to, what is the best, like you said, like as you alluded, right? So it's just like, that's a great way of telling a story, right? Like just, and then you have at the end, you have kind of like a, like uh, have like pictures of all the families together, right? Like in different, and it's like, oh my God, it's like, it's like these people are families. Like these children are part of this family. They need to be part of this family. If they're not there, then you know what I mean? It's like, it's like really, that's a great way. I know you're not here to sell, sell something, but if you want to sell something, that's a great way to sell something. Yeah, <laughs> well, like, I mean, it just, it is what it is. Like, yeah, that's like, what I mean. Like you're yeah, not trying to like, push right. the propaganda you're just you're just telling the story right right yeah yeah and i mean as you know as a as a storyteller that's that's it you know like that that's the most important thing to me is is just telling these real stories and not embellishing it and not not hiding anything you know it, it's it, it's just these are the stories that these families are going through and you know each people or each each viewer can take from it what they want you know after getting the, the feedback video from from your festival and you know it was one of the first times being able to to hear sort of a cold audience's reaction to to watching the film that those are the things that each one of these people seem to take from it is that these are you know real real families and i think each person that watches it connects with a a different family or a different moment or a different message from it. And um, I, I like that's kind of that's what it's all about. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I was just gonna like ask you at the end, I, you, I hope you enjoyed the feedback video, but it seems like you did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was great. It was great to see and, and it was obviously an audience of uh, documentary film 
lovers you know they they seemed to, to to know what to take from from a film and and it was great to be able to get some feedback you know with with covid we you know there's not a whole lot of opportunities to to watch the the film it's starting to open up now but um watching the film with an audience and being able to see people's uh reactions and what they took from it is is yeah it's very very fulfilling yeah, I don't even know if they were documented. They're just they're, they're just a typical audience, and you just like it's they just like film. I guess that's why they're they were there. But just basically, but like I, I don't even know if that's even true. They just they just liked your film because they oh, great they film. got it. They, yeah, they 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 all they all seem to sort of get what yeah. uh, what the intended message was, which which is fantastic. So I'm just curious because at the end of the, the credits, you have so you got funding from from Manitoba. Yeah. Uh, yeah. a, a, Manitoba Film and Music um, through that was through the the Winnipeg Film Group, okay, which which is kind of a local organization uh, who you know do great things for independent film here in Manitoba, and then uh, a little bit of funding also from the National Film Board of Canada through their uh, filmmaker assistance program, which is which is kind of because that's where we started. This festival started uh, Wild Sound at the National Film Board back in two thousand seven. Okay. And then, yeah, they're a great. They're a great organization. You know, like it, it's it's great to be in a in a country that you know puts on puts a, a lot of value in in telling stories and and in the in the arts and especially in the in the film community in, in Canada. You know, there's a lot of opportunities for stories to be told, and and you know, this is a great example of that where this story needs to be told from a Canadian perspective and um, organizations like the, the Winnipeg Film Group and the National Film Board of Canada really, um, really make that a possibility. Well, congratulations on the film. It looks like it's doing very well on the festival circuit. I was just on your Instagram page and uh, it's getting all kinds of laurels. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been great having people see it and you know being being able to connect with people and and yeah, it's 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 really great. And it's doing well, like not just in Canada, but it's like it's say it's it's a universal story, right? So that's great to yeah. see. Yeah, kind of what what our plan is now over the summer is to sort of bring it to um, different conferences and 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 things like that in the medical industry and in the cannabis industry because these are the people that can affect the most change mm -hmm. and if that's if that's kind of the the intent behind telling stories like this I, I think that's that's kind of what what we would like to do so yes having people see it is is the the most important thing right now so it's you know a lot of a lot of work left to do it feels like the work's kind of just starting on it, you know, after, after working so hard on it, it, it you know, it, we're finally getting going on all that. So, so yeah, no, it's, it's very fulfilling to, to be getting such great feedback and, and people. It's interesting how that, what you just said, like, it's like the film, you work so hard to get the film done editing. I'm sure editing was such a grind. And then now, like you said, now the, the, the hard work begins. Yeah. Telling the yeah. Film, getting it out there, pushing it. So, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm yeah, I'm finding like this is my first sort of project like this, so it, it's you know it, it's a, it's all kind of a learning curve, and and I'm finding that filmmaking is about ten percent making films, yeah. and you know ninety percent uh, getting it out there in front of audiences, and maybe know. fifty fifty. Uh, uh, maybe yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. You still got to make a good film, right? <laughs> I, I guess so. Yeah, so people want to watch it. Yeah.
Well, it is. This is a great film. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, we're very honored to, that you submitted to us. It's, it's really, it's one of the better ones of the year, like I said. And I wish you the best. And let's talk when you make. I'm sure you're going to make many more films and documentaries. So let's talk again when you make your next documentary. You betcha. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you. True.